Hello. It's good to see you. It's good to have you back. We're recording ourselves here. We're recording ourselves, and um, by that I mean me, ourselves. Huh? What if you're? What if it's like the audience is part of the recording? Is that what it's like at all? I need to take some time to look at the camera because that's the way that people do it. I recognize and like, um, I get worried about that I'm repeating the same example again because I don't go through and edit the episodes anymore. So I don't know what I said. So I might end up saying something with like the same delivery as I said it previously because I think that I didn't say it, but um, it's just that if you're, if you're recording yourself, it should be awkward rather than like, um, I noticed that I notice in, if I do look back and see what I did while being recorded, that I'm often not looking at the camera like you're supposed to, or I'm looking too many ways. But like, I also realized that this being recorded should not be, um, you shouldn't meet all the standards, like, because that makes you weird. That makes you creepy, because this is embarrassing, naturally. And uh, so it should be, you should be looking everywhere, rather than at a, at a camera. Like, because there's nothing natural about looking at a camera. It's But, like, for this format, you got to look at the camera for, like, if you're being filmed in a movie, you're supposed to not look at the camera. There's a standard for different worlds, for different realities. There's, for a different reality, the rules of the game are different. They are. And what is your reality? What is yours? What is the game to you? I guess I'm of the position that, as, as far as I can tell, we don't really understand games because we don't describe the things we're doing as games. Like, work is a game and not a game. Like, it's not a game because it's not fun. But it's a game because it's a competition. But you got you try to get ahead through your work and then you tell other people about your work. And But it's like the game is understood to be about work so much so that in a lot of your conversations, this is what comes up. You talk about your work. This is what... This is one of the standards of just the entire game of life is um, the place that work has in it, but especially like the current standing of it, the way that we look look at work now and our relationship to work as it is now is um, it works. But of course it works like that works. It works to talk about work because and that that's an excuse you can use. It passes. It works. Work always. It works even for conversation that you can use this as an excuse working because if it does work, then you get by. It works if you get money doing the job that you do. Like it works if you get money. So like working, it's just that we don't understand what games are to this point. We're starting to understand that, but because games is like a more transcendent idea, we haven't arrived at the point of seeing like shit. Like we, we start to get there by seeing that narration is up to us or that it's not like the people who say they get to narrate it are the people who get to. It's not like narration, like, um, but that we get to decide the rules of the game or say, say how life is just that people do rather than these groups that say that they're the rule makers, um, 
we don't understand that completely yet, but that we that we dissolve these areas, so we dissolve filmmaking. It's just that there there are transcendent things and like um like arriving at the point where we saw everything as a game, this is just something that we are evolving towards, but um that we read a lot of that we project a lot of importance into actors for making a film or just TV or that we are under the spell of TV at the point that this invention is introduced into like our living rooms like meets like that it's actually right in our lives like this is um a technology that's important enough that we just have to do it immediately it's the same with a cell phone that we're like well this is everybody gets one because it's so far above us that we just have to do it like pick it apart like we've never had the ability to get information from everywhere like as a species and so it's just that sometimes the technology is so transcendent that you're transfixed by it and like uh, large very large segments of society like almost everybody it's the same with like everybody based uh, lots of people get a tv like a high percentage of people will get one like and i'm just saying starting in the 50s when these things started to appear in everybody's homes it's it's interesting that it's so important that people act that we that they like set up tv and tv shows like these realities in these worlds in sitcoms like fictional worlds um transmuted to you through a tv show like like I love Lucy or something like this is a different world but but this is so important to us that we we can't deny and we still do it to this day like Netflix just pumps out all these different shows these different, these different realities it's kind of us working through our own ability to fictionalize things but part of it is if somebody makes a cartoon and uh any cartoon somebody makes it somebody writes this cartoon you get to in some ways uh, see them as a hero, the person that wrote it, or just the cartoon in front of you, the world that was created, rather than create your own, that you get to consume a new reality that somebody made. Um, rather than that you have to create your own, this is... Um, I'm trying to ride this high. Try to ride this high. Trying to... I'm trying to explain from the standpoint of how I'm already explaining rather than get off it or say that there, because I can go into the world where I have things to say. I can get out of the world where I have things to say, but, um, I have to do work to do that. Like I have to, I have to be enthusiastic. Like this is built on enthusiasm that like, if I make a good episode, if it's good at all, it's built on enthusiasm. Like this is a, it's like a character I would play or it's like a persona, but it really isn't one. It's just that the more enthusiastic self that you are is often, I think, the person that people are trying to be, where they're like, I need to be my true self, like, but I'm not there, or like, I wish my true self would come out around this person, or like, I need to, or like, I acted like my true self this one time, and it's like, that's my true self, that's who I really am, is when I'm drunk, or when I'm under the influence of those, like, that's my true self. Like, uh, it might just be your enthusiastic self, or your outgoing self, like, your true self is also the person that fucks up around the people that you want to impress. Like, and that happens to everybody. It's not like everybody, like, it's not like there are people that are always impressive because they're like, you win and you lose. 
with different people around you. Like you would only be a popular person or like very highly intellectual or sociable if you were constantly learning from people that were better than you. Like there were people that you were unable to impress that you were trying to figure out or like take the, like get better at it. You would only be practicing it all the time, meaning like you're winning and losing at the game of sociability if you were if you were actually sociable that like so they're like i'm saying that everybody has been to the point where they like can't communicate their true self or like the nerves get to them or whatever and um but so i'm just like this is built on enthusiasm like because i'm not always enthusiastic but most of the time so that's something that's false about it is that like i'm not if i'm just in my apartment i'm not talking uh, all this way you know this is like that's why it's like a character even though this is something that i w would be doing i could try to convince you like it's not a character it's just that um a persona like you don't know who joe rogan is you just you get to see hours and hours of his tv persona but like a like a fictionalized fictionalized universe just that we're working we're trying to process our ability to create fictional realities and that's why like tv shows and film become so popular i'm just saying in the course of human history like at the point that these things become introduced like in the 30s or 40s or whatever or or also cartoons but part of it is that you see that somebody made it and like you're just like you see in yourself the ability to be talented to do something like that but now you don't have to do it because somebody else took the hit they made the world and now you get to enjoy that or like um it makes us that you don't have to create an entire world for other people to enjoy or like um really go further into your imagination you can just you can just sit on your couch and enjoy something that somebody else did it's the same with like singing or dancing that are the people that are good at it you just like there are people that try to do it and they have to that's harder to do they have to create a world like they have to create a world where they're good at that and that takes um like, because there are lots of people that are good at it, but they're just not going to get off of their ass and do it, like, singing. Like, not everybody is good at singing, but... I mean, part of singing is that you work at it, or, like, you you morph your voice to be what is, like, a popular voice, because some of that is propagandized to the world, uh, marketed to you, especially with... Especially in... Especially when music is more formulaic, or, like, it's given more to people that are trying to build a platform for what is like a pop star they're just trying to sell you on the idea of the pop star and then but if they marketed it correctly then that is what becomes the voice that you're supposed to sound like in order to be the best at it but if everybody is like in a world where we don't value a singing voice quite as much like the voice doesn't have any influence like the like these um game shows about singing have zero influence compared to what they did 15 years ago but like 15 years ago, we're like um, so overwhelmed by the game of singing, like the competition of it that everybody would like. Um, but but it's just that singing did what like fiction, like sitcoms would have done. But also you get to see the characters in a sitcom and see them play out their life. You get like it's very comfortable for you to see these canned responses canned lifestyles where you know everything about the person's life is like you get to control the reality when you just see somebody else do it it's not just like that you project into like the creator i mean you can do that like you can you can be more creative if you wish that you created it rather than that you wish that you were like a character 
or like the, like maybe a character presents an ideal life to you, but it's just this um, relationship to simulations and games that comes about at the point that's like uh, in human history that we're like so interested in that you can create any scenario through TV or like even like adult fiction, like sci-fi teen fiction book series is like the Hunger Games and all that, like all those, like it got to the point where Barnes and Noble is just full of millions of these different scenarios of like post-apocalyptic universes where you get sorted into groups like the Hunger Games or the Maze Runner or whatever. And um, like just the, the ability to make all these scenarios and then that all of a sudden we like the artistic genre is, involves processing our ability to create any fictional scenario. Um, This shows that we're on the precipice of recognizing that everything is a game, but, like, we're not at the point... Like, we people say that sometimes, like, oh, it's just a game. But we don't live that out ever. We haven't gotten to the point where we actually get to see that everything is a game. But, like, so we're not like, oh, everything is a game. Because if we really thought everything was a game, everything that we see that is a game, we wouldn't be subject to it. But we're still subject to, we're still ruled by the games. We're still ruled by the people that are, I mean, you're always going to be ruled by some authority, some predominant authority. It's just that we're on the precipice of dissolving games itself. Like, um, but that's going to be, um... Like, I, th- what I'm saying is that people get what they want, I think. Like, I think that the world does what it wants. You see that with that we consume entertainment the way that we do. We watch the movies. We watch all the Netflix shows. We do these things. We watch all these fictionalized scenarios. And the point that I'm making is that they aren't... It's not, like, evil to do that. We're just doing what we want. We're... Pe- like, society evolves to do what it wanted to do, I think, to the point that, like, we wish that it was fun. We wish that uh, you weren't working all the time. You had to, like, do all this mundane shit. And um, we're trying to get to the point where we just get to do what we want to do. Or, like, I would, because there would have been a point in human history where we're like, I wish we didn't have to kill, hunt, hunt down this wildebeest and kill it. Like, that's a lot of work. Uh, so it's like um, having to work gets dissolved in all these areas to the point that your phone just now gives you all this information. All you have to do is sit on your ass and flip through your phone, and this is, like, entertaining for you. It's like entertainment is so in everybody's face or, like, so um, ubiquitous that anybody can access it. It's so accessible that there's no work that has to be done to entertain yourself or, like, nobody has to be bored anymore. Uh, like maybe in, in colonial times, were they bored? I don't really know. I would have assumed, I would have thought that they didn't even understand what entertainment could be. So they weren't even bored. Like, but maybe they, maybe they were bored. It's just that you didn't fill an hour that I'd imagine that they didn't fill an hour doing anything besides like working. But I mean, it, it comes to the point that then like there's fast food restaurants and then now you don't have to kill a wildebeest. And so you can, food is just right at your door now, especially now with food delivery services come to your door food just more arrives at your door so now like it got it really we really did what we would have wanted to like i wish there was a you like and that's why we created that universe is because we created the universe where food just arrives at your door because we were like 
we eventually were able to define that. I wish we lived in a world where food would just, we didn't have to fight for it. Wouldn't that be great? Because like, and it takes so long to do that because we have super, we would have superstition about creating a world where everything is easier, convenient for you. Like, for example, it should not be fun to sit alone in your house or anything. And these things are maligned and hated by the world that used to do things more because they're going to say that it's evil to like enjoy things. Like you can't make a memory just being alone in your house watching Netflix or like this isn't living life. And so these things are maligned or they're painted in a negative light or they're going to like people will say all the time that you can't live life this way, like because you will not be happy. But like part of that is just the stigma of you can't be inside ever like we might why would the world not evolve to say like well we can all be inside and enjoy it because we do actually enjoy it like we do actually enjoy not being around each other or something like um the world could evolve i think that the world does what it wants and but you see that that's true because they continually create inventions that meet the function that we wanted and um i think that that will happen with games i think that we can get we'll get to the point where we're not doing work when especially when money is money can be with everybody but like you have to like technologies have to arise that would would be able to render work more meaningless but i think that that's what we're arriving at but um it's a certain level of intelligence where you're able to define that work isn't necessary or just the intelligence or like adding uh incorporating into your vocabulary that that is also a game and like seeing that everything is a game at the point that you do that then there's no going back or like being intelligent enough to define everything as one thing um there's no going back like if that's actually if it's actually true like if you go go outside of a reality that you used to completely believe in and then um if you really see the falseness of that reality then like there's no going back like there's no i like there's this place i dropped my dog off called dogtopia and it is um it's like a it's a store it, it's they offer a service which is that they watch my dog when i if i go away or just for a few hours or it's like my dog gets to play with other dogs while he's there so they offer like they create this environment called Dogtopia where all the dogs get to go and like play for the day when you as the owner, you as the owner can drop them off. But that's the service that they provide. They called it Dogtopia to as emblematic of the service that they offer to, I mean, but like part of that, that's the importance of branding is that you title yourself to what you actually do rather than, because you would be a bad entrepreneur, business starter. If like the title of your place didn't have anything to do with the function that you're providing, like you have to say to say what you are because you are creating this reality and it's a serious thing like it's not ironic like it's a serious thing so you actually have to title it seriously to what you do because it's completely serious that you create your own game like like if you are the creator of it what isn't serious is um like it like it's not serious Dogtopia isn't serious to me because i'm not so involved with it that it's like my business and um it's not my business. I can go in and out of it, but it's like I can see outside of that reality to the point that I'm not living within the bounds of like I don't filter everything through what Dogtopia would want me to do. But you do that with any restaurant or business. It's like uh, you you see outside of it, so it's like that's not the world, you know. 
and but like the and there's also no going back for me unless I lived my life every day within Doctopia or like started working there. Then it does become my life, but that's like I get engaged in the theater of it the more that you just do it every the more that it becomes repetitive because Dogtopia is like a theater for the theater of that for like that's for that being the show it is a theater called Dogtopia where the worker where it plays out the same way every day the same way a Broadway show does like it's a show the workers go and then they provide the service but they like not that they have a specific set of lines but like so it's like a broader interpretation of a theater but they um they say this similar things and they're kind of expected to say the same things to customers like they're supposed to they're supposed to showcase a certain attitude of friendliness that is compatible with the attitude of like a dog business like the same way that dogs are friendly the same way you see people treat dogs they have to embody that to the fullest in or in order to be successful or whatever i mean like it has to do with their identity and how much they are how much they are making good on their identity because if they aren't if they aren't truly behind the identity, it's not going to be successful because then if they're not truly behind what you're trying to do, you start a business. And that's why that's why businesses go under and you can see businesses going under or like that the management sucks, like if it's a new business or like a struggling restaurant or something because because there isn't confidence in it. Like you, when there isn't confidence behind a business or like even when there isn't confidence some for somebody behind what they're wearing or something. Like, um, I guess possibly, then you don't, then you don't pull it off or whatever, but like, you still have to, you still have to maybe make failing businesses before you make a good one or something. So it's like, you have to go through failure and or failure in the realities that you're promoting yourself as to understand what you really are. Like understanding who you are involves a lot of work, a lot of experiences. It's not just like you can imagine your way there. Uh, like, yeah, it's not like you can imagine your way there. In the same respect as that, um, you can't imagine whoever is the best person that you could be, like the or like who you really are, who you truly are. You don't know because there are so many, there's endless ways and realities that you would be able to live in or filter yourself through that you haven't lived. That like you act different in a. Dogtopia, and, or like you act different in different restaurants. You have to act different in a Chuck E. Cheese than like, and you have to, and you act like the because the environment that's provided to you has certain rules. But and then you you living by those rules tells you how you would act in that environment as according to that game. But um, like because you'll have different because there's different game like you under the set of different rules is the same with a chemical compound or a drug. Different chemical compounds, like as far as you being under the influence of them, will show you different sides of yourself. Or it's like, but it's like different rules of a game because it's in that case, it's like literally written into the DNA of whatever chemical compound or like drug you did. Is that like then that you becoming that or like different set of carbon atoms is a different. It's a different. It's a different reality, slightly different game. But it's like the rules of the game are like written into the program of the this many carbon attached to this many hydrogen like this this compound there's different rules of a game it's like a computer program almost because it's like microscopic in that way it's almost like i mean it's imperceptible that it, like chemical compound is imperceptible you're not you're not you can't see it unless you put it under a microscope like the the way that a chemical is compounded 
and um, it's a different it's a different program. But what I'm saying is that it's like the enthusiasm, like, and it's it's hard to say what's right in front of you. I'm trying to say what's next to say, and that's part of the game that I'm that I would be playing. I don't remember what I said exactly. But, like, that I would need to not say what I said before. These are the rules of the game for podcasting. And podcasting is like a, it's like a game, but, um, and depending on how you're good at, how good you are at it. But, um, but I was saying that you, like, um, you record yourself and the rules of the game would stay, like, if you're a YouTuber, you look at the camera, but then you can change the rules if you want to create a, a better reality, but that takes work, or that's a risk, to, to package yourself as something that people haven't seen before, then you might be wrong, but or you might move the needle of whatever, and it depends on what you're trying to do, or it depends on if you see yourself as innovative, you try to do that, and that's only reciprocated, like, it's only proven that you are innovative if the new thing that you're doing is, like, um, that if people like it, but you're not innovative if you're not, if you don't make something new, or if you make something new that people don't like, then you're like, I mean, whatever, you're risking it. But it's like, um, yeah, I get nervous when I go into Dogtopia. I get nervous around dog people because of the reality of dogs, because I think that they, I think that they don't like me or I'm afraid. I get nervous about it. It's sort of irrational, but it's definitely true or it does happen. So it's like, I wish I could be myself around the people that make me nervous or I'm too, in, too intimidated by, but that's not real because um, it's a different game and you're just not going to be good at some games. I'm not good at the game of Dogtopia being in there, talking to them. I get nervous at the point I walk in, but that's just because of this reality. And it's like, um, that's because of the reality that, um, that that is versus the reality of like a pro shop for a golf course. It's like um, pro shop of a golf course and the reality of that is so themed to golf that it's like uh, off-putting if you're really going to look at it, uh, like look at it and think about it or analyze it. It's like lots of people would just look at all of this and say, like, I don't need to go into that, like comparison of different realities, how everything is a reality. But I do it because, uh, just because that's what I'm already saying. Just because it's what I'm already saying, already like um, I would I would be in the business of saying this, and it used to be before I made a podcast that I would just be saying this bullshit to people in conversation, and they thought I was a moron, and so then I started recording myself so that I have an outlet for it. So I just say it on on here is like it, it because it's it's entertainment, and if I'm trying to promote entertainment in a world that just wants small talk or just wants me to be relatable, this isn't very relatable if I'm just giving you a stream of words that's specific to me that it's like these are things I want to say and nobody knows why I want to say them or why I'm saying them or they think that I'm supposed to arrive at a point or like that I'm like that like what's your what's your problem that you keep saying things so like people will treat it like that in the game of small talk in the game of just regular like this is we're part of a group or being sociable but that's just like the perception of of sociable groups at this point is that it it does not involve this line of speech that like if I just go into abstract things that are specific to me, that it's just like, obviously, this is what you wanted. And but people, people who don't understand, don't understand the situation think it's like a problem, 
They're like, what's your problem? You need to keep saying that. Like, what are you trying to arrive at? I think that it's more like there are people that would just say things and the, like the like this is just a like current stream of whatever. Or you can go into that. And so it's like maybe people think that that you would go into that or like it's a choice. Like I'm choosing to go into it. So it's like, are you just you just want attention or like, what's the problem? What do you need? You need to be satisfied in some way that you would stop saying this. That's just people trying to control you when they don't understand what's going on like or they just can't produce that on their own like so they just they don't understand it so they're afraid that they try to control you into saying that it's a problem and in some respects it is a problem if it's like really problematic to people the things that i would say or that me as a point of reference would never would continually keep pro- promoting the idea that there is no answer like then no this is, i'm just going to keep saying things or like there's no shutting me up or something like that might actually be a problem to people to the point that you sh- you could be defined as a problem but it's like being problematic that we only view this negatively this is a part of the game of society the game of sociability as it stands right now and um the game of sociability but this is uh that i that, but like cuz people would see that as like are you just playing a game maybe they might i i don't know i don't know what they see but it's like nowadays people know that i'd have a a podcast this this gets back to me sometimes that people say like oh are you in podcast mode right now like as i'm talking to them they're like oh this is starting to sound like one of your podcasts if i start to go into like ways that i talk on my podcast around them they're like oh this sounds like one of your podcasts because people like the idea that I would get so involved in this that I wouldn't be able to separate it from reality. People like that idea. They try to read it. In, it's just that people come up with all kinds of shit to say to say that I'm being too far out of reality. They don't do it like intentionally. It's just, it's just that people are sadistic like that and they wouldn't recognize they wouldn't recognize it as being sadistic. They just think that they're doing that in the name of helping me out or like being like they're helping me be relatable or helping me socialize myself better or something. Or they'd be, they're just afraid that I would be talking about things that they're not on board with or don't understand. So they're just like bring the, bring the outlier back in with the rest of us. But this is like, this is the way that it is socially constructed as long as it's all about sociability. Like, that's a word that we use because it's very socializing, very socialist. The way that we currently socialize because that is the game. So like, the game is sociability. If you're better at talking to people, you're sociable, meaning that you're better at being like nobody. You're better at being like nothing where you're not standoutish, that you're just saying shit that's specific to you and isn't specific to other people. Like, um, the better that you're able to generalize yourself in a group is like sociability is more that you're going to be socialist. This is how that game works. And so it's really, it's really unfortunate. It's very sad that the world sees this as talking to people that being good at talking to people means being like generalizing yourself to the point that you aren't an individual like that this is but that's the way that the game is because the rules of the game for sociability are written as such because that's the title of that game but that's that game versus like it could be under a different title or a different name where it's like individuals just saying like if disagreeability was the name that we gave to it then it would be then it would be a completely individualistic environment or if like the like talking to people if we saw it as that being the most disagreeable was the most valuable then this would be in in terms of talking to people then that would be the opposite of the way that we currently socialize and talk to people but it's because sociability or like that is what's seen as a positive character or a hero your hero in the social 
game when you are the most sociable, but it's just like being pop. It's like that's where you'd say popularity is superficial as if you're just trying to play the rules of the game. Or like you just know the rules of the game because then you aren't necessarily good in other areas. If you're just making your identity entirely sociability, then you're very sociable. And like you're very good at that, but it's like it's uh, it's not necessarily good for you. But like if you want a more transcendent identity, then you wouldn't make everything about one game or one identity because there's identities and then there's identity, the idea. Identities are derivatives of identity, the idea. They're just specific individualized realities or games that you can... Um, equate yourself with and then within an identity an internal hierarchy develops like jordan peterson also is like jordan peterson is obsessed with the idea of games he just refers to them as hierarchies he says there's a hierarchy that takes place and i was saying before like a hierarchy in a church is all about holiness or maybe i wasn't saying that i don't know hierarchy in a church is all about holiness and um that is the game basically so that you don't want to be around unholy people or sinners because that's going to drag you down in terms of your status in the game that you chose to identify yourself in so you don't want to be around people that are going to make you worse because people do influence because you don't want to be or you don't want to so it's not like so you might decry a sinner in in the church but that's because you're trying to protect yourself protect your identity you don't want to be identified to sinners and you will be if you hang out with them and so when people that you think are christians are acting unholy that makes you uncomfortable if you really buy into christianity you don't don't want to be around that because you're you're doing things in the name of being more holy than other people it's like but it's understood that if you're a better christian you understand the reality of that sinners are decried because that's the rules of that game because the sinners are the evil people according to that game um but like what why did i get off on that like um it's just, it's off-putting when I try to go back and figure out where it came from rather than let myself continue on because I don't remember. Or like, I remember it, it's just like, n I get nervous about trying to remember it. And that's like, I get nervous about trying to remember it because you always have to stay on the same train of thought. And at some point in my life, I recognize that like, um, you know, if you don't go back to what you were saying before, people are just going to think like, because that's not how you converse. That's not, that's not the way that sentences are allowed. Like, because the rules of the game, the rules of talking are such that it plays out in these products, these sentences. Like, but we don't see around to that enough. Like, you can just make up your own language. You, everybody, like, how monopolized is the English language for, like, America, where people all, all speak it? Like, I know that, like, you can speak Spanish, but what I'm saying is how communal and how socialist the English language is that, like, without batting an eye, everybody... Everybody equates himself to it. Everybody speaks in that. It's like a not, it's a less evolved society that's like everybody speaks the same language. Like this is eerie. This is like everybody thinking that Dogtopia is the true reality or something because you're not allowed to make up your own language. This is like thinking of everybody speaking in literally their own language is so far out of the realm of like talking to people because talking to people we see as played out through sociability and like relatability that but you're not gonna make your own language and it's not just like making up your own language it's just like talking in words that aren't aren't like meeting not in the right order like if you spoke out of order but people aren't able to do that because we only live and we only speak and articulate ourselves through 
this language to the point like we're so inundated with it because everybody only speaks this language like but and so what would it take to evolve past that i i don't know like it would just be at the point that you recognize that it wasn't necessary that everybody had to speak in the same language but like you would you would think that it was necessary but it has to do with the identity and and um building yourself within the hierarchy of the identity like america the the identity of that and then like playing the game like you have to like if you're gonna play the game at all and it's like i i do that so obviously i'm gonna speak in the english language and but like i don't i'm not saying i have the ability to speak outside of it but it's only at the point that you recognize that that's what everybody was doing is that is when people would invent new ways to do it like besides speaking in sentences or speaking out of order but this is like very traditional very theater like that we always have to do it in this way or like speak in an order like in terms of the standard written for the english language this is the standard this is the code written is that you it always like the standard and everybody's abiding by the standard everybody's agreeing to this point of like the english language the order of sentences the way that we speak it as related to like the ideas as they match with the definitions and shit like that it's just like there's so much there are so many rules but like you but um but it's just that you're so you practice it so often you the tradition of it that like the theater of it is not is be is lost on you no like you wouldn't call it a theater ever that like the english language all these rules based not just the words but like the cadence and then like that you that you distribute emotion over a sentence in a certain way that it has a certain rise and a fall just like has to peak here but like it doesn't have to peak there then you create sometimes you create your own cadences your own ways of distributing feeling across a series of words and then this makes you innovative but like you see that people do that you see that you see that people are starting to talk like uh using their hands and then like but why do you do that? Or like you can, you know, like people start to do that in their language. It's just like, why don't you just use your hands to say like, I'm communicating something or like whatever, like use your hands in really uh, awkward or um, like esoteric ways, using your hands in different ways that aren't necessarily true, but just like they go along with they go along with something that it's like, oh, I guess you can do that. Like, like you can create new ways of talking and people do it all the time. And like new generations are all speaking in different languages differently. It's just more like, it's just that we don't, we're not outside of language enough that we're going to change an entire dialect or like the culture is going to change overnight in the way that they speak. But the way that we speak does change over time. And it's like in the early 1900s, they spoke in these very accentuated, decorated accents that are, that just sound like nonsense where they're like, way they're up too high or it's like too english like that it sounds like a theater it sounds like william shakespeare that's the way they talked relatively more like that in the late 1800s they all spoke like you're supposed to speak in a shakespearean play because that's like because back in the day that's how people actually talked and that was the way that they actually spoke but now like but it's like in the 1930s people have a way of talking and then it evolves into something else and then like but um it's like the way that we talk evolves and this like slowly evolving but um like that you point out the theater of things is what changes it so that you're like now because at the point that you recognize that it's a theater that it's like this repetitive thing then you want to do something else or you you see it as less intelligent because people are doing like then we want a world that's different like not everybody does like i'm a person that's talking all the time and so it, it would mostly be people that are like don't 
aren't in the business of creating anything that would not understand why I'm saying things at all. It's just because I'm in the, like, I would want to, uh, I want a different world and I am not satisfied and I'm not content. I want a different world. I want new ideas or something. I don't want to be whatever. I don't want to be identified to whatever before. But, um, and so then there's some people that wouldn't understand that because they're just like, why don't you want the safety of doing the things by like, can't you just abide by the thing rather than thinking of all these things outside of it? Like, and that doesn't, it's just that there's, there are a lot of people like that. A lot of people like that, that are just like in the business of creating a new thing, but there's, there's so many that the world is going to evolve to what it wants to do that they're like, we what are we going to, we're going to do what we want to do. And what I'm saying with that is that we can get to the point where everything is a game, like the way that you would idealize it, like not that it would make us happy. It's just that like everything can become a game where it's like everything is just you. If that entirely comes to you where you don't have to work anymore is like work, we're, work is subject to us rather than that we're subject to it. But like um, because everybody is receiving that and it's like the world evolves to toward what it already toward what our, what it already wants and um like the uh i need to not get so uh like oh i'm saying things that are that are good already because you can get and you can play into that you can say like this is a good episode so far i don't want to fuck it up because there are certain rules that dictate that you can you cannot be this good at something you cannot be that good at something because like this is the person that does that the best and and so you live your life by that standard like you can set a celebrity or somebody that we've set up to the point of being a god you can set them up so high that you're like nobody will ever pass that and so especially not me or or whatever like you can't be so good at something that you're like actually always good at it but this is what we are processing in society and creating all these fictional worlds is like the ability to can you just create anything at all like how much how much about what would otherwise be fictional can we then potentially create for ourselves and like make it our life but that's like if you become if you become like transcendently famous that is something that's the way that it actually happened for you it's like I'm, I'm just saying if you're able to enact everything that you wanted like if you become the best golfer in the world this was your dreams going into it and then like that that actually happens that's just other that would be otherworldly you would think that like you'd probably think that you were still you're just living a dream you're making it up or you're insane like because that would probably be more likely than that you actually become the greatest golfer in the world um but this is what we process but like we might get to the point that we just evaluate all these like golf tournament or the nfl or uh politics becoming the best politician a great art artist or anything that we process all of these as like um we're like we're outside of them enough we evaluate so much them enough and critique them so much that we're just like oh um like we stop reading into the into it the value that we do because we see that that's uh, all within ourselves to be like like you can't be the greatest golfer obviously you can't just go out and do that but like but th there's something more transcendent about sports than politics because it's easier to see that you could just talk your way to president maybe or like because if something that's less transcendent is something that more so everybody can see that they're able to do. But like um, it's the same like medicine is more transcendent and that's why we that's why that's why we believe in the authority of medicine more so than the authority of like news. But the, you're able to 
more quickly see that you can narrate things than that you could like be your own doctor like like don't don't get mad at me for saying that people could potentially be their own doctor or whatever like what would it how would you dissolve the authority of medicine when everybody it when obviously you need a doctor you can't like operate on yourself like this isn't something that the authority of that could dissolve you wouldn't think but it's more like you we create technology we create robots that that could do that or like or we change we code ourselves differently to that our bodies correct ourselves for all kinds of problems like you don't know what technologies could arise that we might be able to merge ourselves with so that like the technology takes care of a disease because we are actually defining some of our worst diseases that are killing the most people we're defining them at faster and faster rates to the point that or like that we're able to recode dna and shit like that and um like define the problems of these diseases better to the point that we could be like all you have to do is take this pill and then it'll give you more enzymes in your pancreas and then that was the problem like it was just that your pancreas didn't have the ability to distribute enzymes when you got cancer or something like it's stuff like that where you can you can eventually medicate yourself but obviously not right now and so we need um a group of people like doctors that we hold in this high status and in, in like celebrities in the area of medicine the area of saving people that that are that we use as a buffer between ourselves and and like the transcendent or in that case the ability to uh fix ourselves because that is like a godlike thing being able to completely fix fix yourself like that's that's like that would have been that's witchcraft the kinds of things that we can do like pills that we could take to help ourselves out now as opposed to like 200 years ago and um like um what i'm saying is that the the enthusiastic you you can only be so good at something and it's kind of like it's kind of like saying that you're always you're weighed down to the standards of other people at least so much so that you wouldn't like because i can't I can't create my own language, you know, but part of that is because the world doesn't, doesn't recognize the value in that, even if I did. And, but you just gotta, um, but what, what am I saying? What am I saying? So it's like somebody would, somebody would say to me that you're in podcast mode or like, this sounds like one of your podcasts because they like the idea that, because people are more sadistic or whatever. Um, because they're trying to control but the, i think it's a feminine masculine thing where it's like femininity doesn't like somebody who's just going to say that they have all these things to say like braggadociousness not all femininity like not all women but uh like braggadociousness saying that you have things to say there are a lot of people that would answer that by just saying like well do you realize that nothing matters on the earth like why would you care about any of that what do you what do you have to say what are you trying to change that you think that you have the ability to change it all just comes from you 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 recognize that none of that matters and that that it comes from you you live a very insignificant life you're in you're an insignificant person that you like what why do you think that you're so valuable or whatever there's like braggadociousness i would say that is more like and that that is braggadocious just to say that you have things to say like that but um that you're saying it at all and so there's a lot of people that don't understand that or like it's more feminine and the more so that femininity is like the ocean, masculinity is like the land, uh, or just femininity is like water. It's like rivers that they wear away the land constantly over and over again by, t but they disintegrate land into nothing if they're given if they're given the freedom to t to do that. Like this is uh, like femininity is sort of like that, 
but besides the, how much femininity you would already understand is related to the ocean, but or like the the tides, but land land is where realities can play out. Land is where you create games where you say a bunch of nonsense to say that there's like value or like like uh, identify yourself. Like land is where you can create realities. The world is like a giant rock, and this is a place where realities can be created as opposed to outer space. Outer space within just space itself, you can't. There's no. There's nothing sturdy about it. There's no gravity holding anything together that you would be able to create a stabilized reality of any sort. And so it's like it's like people that live on land that are able to create, but like uh, constantly flowing, no no stability. This uh, this works in opposition to land or into integrated objects. And um, it's like it's integrated objects. It's an integrated you, a reality that you create would be an integrated thing because it's like factors in a product that you create a product like an integral is like a product because it's like it's integrated thing. It's it's a composite of number of factors. Something that you create is that's a um, that's a reality has to be integrated, has to be sturdy or solid, has to be like this defined thing with boundaries like the land is and the ocean is water. Ocean is not, I mean, it has defined boundaries because of the coexistence of land and water, like, but that's really the only thing that does because the ocean is just whatever is, but even, even like the ocean versus the continents, the ocean is wearing away the continents to some degree to the point that it broke all of them up when we used to be Pangea, uh, all connected as one giant landmass that's, it's been broken up over time because oceans are kind of like rivers in that way. You could, you could say that the Atlantic ocean is like a giant river between the Western and Eastern hemispheres. But, uh, that is like that wore away that what land could have been there so that it's actually just water with, it's not a stabilized environment, but it's like in, in the world that you can create these realities. It's, but like America is a, maybe more masculine and then they, their, their environment, the reality of America is more so capitalistic so that everybody's creating these sub realities, all these environments, all these money spots all over that you create your own. And like money, there's money spots, like Dogtopia is this money spot or a certain reality plays out in there. I get nervous about the dog world. And so I get nervous going into there. And yesterday I went in there and, um, yesterday I went in there and what happened was, what happened was I got nervous walking in and then sometimes I'm not actually nervous when I walk in there. It's just like being congenial like it doesn't always work that way if the rules of the game are set against you if like the reality the reality you're in is one that you're naturally not compatible with you will not be able to act like yourself around that and it's the same with people that you are that you want to impress like people that are maybe more undefinable to you people that you look up to people that you wish saw you the way that you are like um they sometimes sometimes it's just you might be attracted to the a game that's presented by somebody else as somebody else. When you enter different environments, they change the game or like the rules of the game are changed. And that's what's, that's why people are more interesting than like a TV show really is because you don't know like a different group of people, a different arrangement is a different game and the rules are different because people naturally present different rules because you have to talk to them differently because they are different. But like the differences in people is what makes them different. What makes people interesting. If you're going to recognize that people are interesting, you're recognizing their differences, but you can also recognize that people are not interesting, that nothing matters. Why would you go into, uh, why would you go into evaluating different realities against each other? Why would you go into real uh, evaluating differences, one person to the next, one reality to the next, when you don't have to? If, but like, if you're in the business of recognizing interesting things or appreciative things, or just like this is what could possibly these are like um, instances in which I can trap 
current, I would say. You could trap current like uh, like the way that money is current. Like you can trap, like you might be in the business of creating a reality with borders and then maybe that's more masculine. Like, or maybe it's more feminine. It's really a matter of your perspective. You could just say that talking a lot is a feminine thing. If that's if those are your experiences, like women are usually doing that. But, um, like, um, because there's telling a story and then this is what small talk is about. Because people are, like, actually serious about small talk. Because I would have thought that we maligned small talk so much as a world that it doesn't... Like, people aren't... People see that it's stupid. But there are... It, now, at this point, it's just that the word small talk is in everybody's vocabulary. It's just that the people that really liked small talk now, at this point, have to admit it to the point that they're like, Hey, you, you have to converse. You have to do small talk. Like... Um, like I can't talk the way that I'm talking in a regular conversation because they're like, Hey, you have to like, you have to sit down and listen to me. You have to, you have to do small talk. Hey, that's called small talk. When you're just relating yourself, you have to do that because now the people, now we have outed the people that like small talk. And it's really the case that there's like this community of people like that actually really like small talk and they're behind it because like, Hey, you have to like listen to everybody or it's just like more communal, like this environment of respecting everybody or not recognizing differences because these are just people that don't like recognizing differences they like that everybody would be the same or they like they value commonality more are people that are defenders of small talks so but it's like there are actually people that like small talk like this is something that people like to do to the point that they think that everybody has to sit down and listen to that but it's like you differentiating yourself from a small talk environment is what makes you a different problematic person anyway if you're going to go so far as to just be an asshole then you are being an asshole because that's like as defined if you're going to go into assholery by not relating yourself or whatever like then you are becoming a problem then you're not doing the small talk but this is like then i mean it's kind of like the rules of the game are such that the small talk people have liberty to legally bind you to asshole if you like <laughs> to asshole legally bind you to asshole ha that sounds funny obviously but you, like i'm trying to make a better point than that you would have the visual of somebody being binded to someone's ass and uh, they legally can have the grounds to call you an asshole because you are being that because that's the rules of the game. Like you, you, if you see outside of small talk, legally have the grounds to call small talk people small minded or just that or more naive or something. But they also in turn get to call you names because there are there are dividing lines between games that you are either a part of or not a part of. And then legally you have different words associated with the within the boundaries of the environments that like and you get to throw those back and forth based on the reality that you want to participate in. Gangs don't like each other. The Crips don't like the Bloods. They are in different worlds because they're in and they're in opposition to each other. But it's like kind of like Pepsi and Coke, where they both like the Crips and the Bloods both produce the same thing or the same service because they're both gangs. But they're like, but they're in opposition to each other. And but there's, there's different kinds of opposition or or whatever. Some like, but uh, there's different games. And um, like. So I went into Dogtopia, and um, I was collecting my dog, and then the person who, I, I'm guessing it was like the person that owned Dogtopia came up, was there, because he was really friendly, and he was like, um, he's just like knowledgeable in that way. He's putting forth that he like owns the place because he's like um, helping me out or whatever, and then he came to me with information about my dog, like this is what your dog did, he ate every meal or whatever, and then he did well with the other dogs he told me a report of how ziggy did there and then uh, when i went to leave he 
he uh, kissed my dog and said, love you, bye Ziggy. And like people there that were working there, they're like, bye Ziggy. And like, they're like so happy, sad to see him leave. Like he's a member of their family or something. And this guy who I, I'd imagine is like the owner. I, I think I met him before he's like the owner. But um, he kissed my dog and said, love you to my dog. And I was thinking about that today and I was like, um, what is that exactly? Like, I don't, I don't trust it, obviously. It's like, oh, I don't trust it. It's not that I don't trust it. Like, um, that's, that's somebody trying to keep a business together. You know, he's trying to keep a business together. That's why he does things like that. It's not like he loves my dog because he just met my dog, but also he doesn't love my dog because there's like 50 other dogs at this place. He's going to like love all of these dogs. I mean, like genuinely, he's probably more loving of dogs person. So like relatively more than other people, he's able to show love to a dog and, or just a random dog that isn't like not special to him in any way. But what I'm saying is that it is kind of an act because um, if we weren't in Dogtopia, this would not be happening and you would not be doing that because this is you're trying to trying to keep a business together. And um, you're trying to keep a business together so you're like by the rules of the reality or like you're playing into you're saying that like and um, so so it's like maybe I shouldn't be so cynical as to see things as an act like that. They're like people that are genuinely like it's not like it's an act. He genuinely loves the dog or something. But it's like you're going through a, a set of um, like things that you should say in order to like I see that you're a loving, good group of people. I'm going to bring my dog back here because you're trying to keep a business up. You're trying to maintain the reality, keep that successful as long as possible. And um, like... Um, the point the point that I wanted to make was that that um, he's saying that it's just like, well, that is an act because this isn't if this place wasn't called Dogtopia, then you wouldn't be doing that. But like that I have to because the reality is such that that I have to respect all the realities or right? I have to respect reality as as it is. I have to respect reality or like respect the reality of that and say that it's not an act when it is, when it's like that wouldn't be playing out that way because, um, because I don't have to respect realities, especially when Chuck E. Cheese is in reality, like that somebody would come to me and say, like, you have to be in reality or like you have to play by the rules of the game. Uh, at all times and it's like or like don't recognize that there are differences in reality like don't go into that don't overanalyze just like go along with what's already happening you keep, make your life more safe or whatever like when the people that say that everything is just reality or just one of them they the reality that we're in respects Chuck E. Cheese like Chuck E. Cheese is in reality when there's nothing real about that like that that I would have to respect that reality of like this different world that's created because it's a different world that's happening. It's a different, it's a different world that you're asking me to respect reality when people have like our entire country has agreed that Chuck E. Cheese is fine, that this universe is okay. Like, why do I have to say that a universe is true? And then like the rules that play out in it are true when that, when that universe is a subset within the larger within larger universes like when i can see outside of it when i can go in and out of it like i don't have i can i can call that an act because um because he's doing it within that world he's doing it within that he's not doing it outside of the outside of it 
Um, but I'm saying like that Chuck E. Cheese is a restaurant is a slap in the face. It's called a restaurant. That's what's shocking. Chuck E. Cheese is a restaurant. Does anybody know that? Does anybody realize this? That like this is like that people are going around saying that reality. Just saying reality. Chuck E. Cheese is a restaurant, but we still go to restaurants. Like Chucky, and what I'm saying is Ch Chuck E. Cheese being a restaurant is a slap in the face to restaurants. Like that's such a critique of it that um, that's such a critique of it. That's so critical. It's like totally makes fun of restaurants that it's called that. Like, well, that's a restaurant too. But you, you can see that that that's the way that it works in some restaurants is that kind of all restaurants are like Chuck E. Cheese, where it's like the rules are kind of silly or that you're asking these waiters and waitresses that are dressed up with the restaurant to like get you more food, like you're a child and their parents, like, and that everything is themed like, oh, you're going to wear, you're going to do this, that like the, because the, the world is different within a restaurant. It's, it's like, um, that's a, that's a big slap in the face to restaurants. It's a big slap in the face to reality, like that we allow shit like that when the, the false or like the corniness of it, how, how, how uh, backwards it is to think like, cause you can be in a Chuck E. Cheese and like, this is a world the same way that the world is like, because as long as worlds are things, as long as you'd say that something is a world, if you agree with me to the point that you could call Chuck E. Cheese its own world, this is its own, because it has its own rules that you, you can do these things in Chuck E. Cheese, but it's like a, it's like a fuck you to reality because it's a fuck you to games that, that you can create these worlds where these games happen like uh it's a it's like a microcosm of life almost like the rat race you see that this plays out just somebody wrote the rules of like this is how a chuck e cheese works that um and it's kind of dark and backwards that kids are living out this game-centric in world and environment when they don't have to and you wouldn't you wouldn't necessarily see it as dark but obviously there's something dark about chuck e cheese and that this is a this is a world too that's a slap in the face to realities that, and also that we allow it says something about us that we like engage with this reality. We're like, oh yeah, that's true. We're gonna bring our kids there. They're gonna have fun in this place. This weird, weird ass place where like there are celebrities and the celebrities are animatronic, um, giant mice, and um, but so obviously Chuck E. Cheese is dark, but it's like it's a slap in the face of reality. But it's like. To us, like that, we allow this reality. Like this is a perspective that we have in reality that we allow. Like this is a part of our reality. Like that, I uh, have to respect reality as according to other people. When the entire country has agreed, the reality. Like you see some of the realities that people th say are okay, and so then I am supposed to respect all of reality when when there are so many backwards ones that are like. Or like even anybody's YouTube channel that I wouldn't agree with. Like I'm supposed to respect, like don't make it reality. Don't say that I have to respect that or that reality is staying in it or that reality, like what am I, what would I be staying in? And like, what could I possibly be staying in when it's nothing but coexisting many different realities? And like, um, like McDonald's is a theater where you, they put on that show. McDonald's is a theater. Like the, a pro shop is like a caricature. It's like parody. If you're taking the time to really analyze it like that, like a pro shop is like parody that uh, like, oh, I, yeah, I can't believe that. 
everything in here is something that you would do as a golfer. Like everything is golf themed. Like, of course they have golf balls in here. Of course they have gloves that you can buy and it's all golf clothing. It's like, it's almost like parody or like theater. Or it's like a caricature, a pro shop at a golf course um, that they sell only golf themed things. And it's all on theme. And it's like, that's what a Broadway show is, is like the, it's all on theme to the show. If, like Hamilton is everybody that is participating in that is doing lots of Hamilton, the play kinds of things. And it's like uh, very, uh, it's thematic to the time period, the shit that they're wearing. And it's like a play the same way that if you work at Google, there's like a, like Google might not have a dress code or whatever, but these are because they're more evolved or something. They're like, you don't have to have a dress code. They're like, their dress code is anti-dress code, that there isn't one. But if you go to a place where you need to wear nicer clothes, this is a similar thing where you're wearing, um, you have to wear clothing thematic to either a time period. Like in this time period, we wear suits still. And it looks stupid when you, it looks stupid in the NBA finals when you see all of ESPN's broadcasters wearing these suits because it looks antiquated. It looks from a different time. You really don't have to wear suits anymore because we understand that you can wear whatever clothes. Everybody's just wearing like athletic wear to shit, even to games. Like it doesn't even mean anything to wear a dress special in public anymore. And so it actually looks kind of antiquated to me when I see ESPN's broadcasters are all wearing suits. Like you got, it's, we should be past that, right? Because you're wearing clothes, like you're wearing clothes thematic to a time period where people thought it was important to wear suits for one. If you wear work at a place that you need to wear suits or just nicer clothing. And also like thematic to the, the business, thematic to like what the business calls for. And so the re you're playing to the rules of the reality of the business when you when you wear the clothes that they need you to. But it's like the reality of the entire world. This is more open-minded. You can wear more clothes just out in public anywhere because we allow for that you can wear that. It's not like colonial times where, or I, I mean, I mean, just people's perception of the way that fashion is supposed to be. Um, it's gonna it's gonna change or allow for either a more open or closed mindset about what people can wear just on their own and their own choices that they can make. But like McDonald's, like a McDonald's, like a theater where you can get yourself involved in it. If you eat at fast food too many times, like you you develop a um, character for for that for answering to people at a drive-through window. If you do it a lot, you get more involved in the theater of it. Like to the point that you might start. You would, I think that you would develop a character for a drive-through window if you do it a lot. But if you don't, if you eat fast food very not very much at all you would not think about the thing that you have to say to the fast food person you're just gonna you're just gonna drive off it's not something you're thinking about because you don't do it as much and so it's not like this repetitive thing where you know what to expect to like when you face the person at the window but like the people in the restaurant they are they're living out this theater and like the inside of mcdonald's looks a specific way such that you could um like in a hundred years when mcdonald's didn't exist set it as the setting for a theater but um, like the drive-through process is part of the theater where it's like you, you go and do that same thing every time where it's like this repetitive thing that's worthy of, worthy of ridicule to some extent. But like I, I'm saying that you would develop a character like you're like, this is what I do at drive-through windows. They, because just, just out of laziness, people do things out of laziness when they can't account for every single area in their life. Like if it's something like that, they, if it's something that you do all the time, maybe it's like you start to develop a character for that so that you don't have to deal with 
coming up with something new in every conversation in that environment so you don't have to like have a new interaction because you know what to expect and you can't get around that you can't get around that you see that you know what to expect and so like but i'm just saying like this is this is like slowly being under the spell of a theater like and it's a gradual thing it happens slowly that you might develop a character because at the point that you're doing it too many times you cannot help but recognize things about it that you wouldn't have recognized if you only did it a couple times and so you might develop a character to take the hit for yourself to as an excuse so they're like this is what i say in this situation every time just because you can't come up with something new for every single situation and so like uh just out of convenience you might just but I guess you could develop characters for yourself that you could use as a buffer between you and <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm getting I'm getting out of that might be too far out of context, whatever I was starting to say, but um that's all that that is. My apartment smells like shit because my dog um had diarrhea. So that's I don't you're welcome. You're welcome for ending on that note. And uh, talk to you all soon. Bye. Bye now.